good people, welcome to Life School. I'm Reverend Kojo, I am your host. We've got a lot to talk about today. Look, Life School is not about getting your panties in a bunch, it's about talking about the hard-hitting topics that you're going through today. If you're struggling, I want to talk about it. If you're hurting, I want to talk about it. If you're just flat up confused, let's talk about it too. Why? Because this is Life School. So, you know, I, we're talking today about harvesting. You know, today is, uh, today, actually, the day that I'm recording this is Halloween, but, you know, I don't really uh, celebrate Halloween. But a lot of other people who don't celebrate Halloween call it harvest. Uh, and that's the time of the year. It's, it's October, November. People are talking about pumpkin picking, and they're getting ready for Thanksgiving, and we're, we're getting ready to move into the Christmas season. And so one of the big things is we worked all summer. It's time to go reap some harvest. And usually when you're in church and people, people start with the pastor's preaching and he says it's harvest time and people get all excited and they start running all around and they get happy. And I think harvest season is something to get excited about, but I don't think a lot of people understand what harvest is. So recently in my spare time, I've been doing a little bit of research about egg harvesting. And, and for those of you, women, women have eggs and, you know, men have sperm, but in men, you can go to the sperm bank and make money, but apparently women can do the same. But for what a man may get a hundred dollars for a woman may gross 8,000 to $14,000 for one harvest. And I was like, boy, those are some crazy disparities. Why is it that a woman can go and give the counterpart to what a man can go give and it's worth so much more. I didn't, I was so flabbergasted when I started looking at those numbers. I was like, wow, that's the business to be in right there. Whoa. And so if a woman has a successful harvesting, as they call it, she can stand to make a lot of money off of something that was just placed in her body for reproduction. But a man doesn't have that option. And here's why. It's easy for a man to harvest his sperm. It is difficult for a woman to harvest her eggs. That's why they don't call it sperm harvesting. There's not much work involved, but they call it egg harvesting because there's a process. First, it starts in going to the doctor, and then after they go to the doctor, then they have to put them on drugs, and they have to monitor her. She has to go to several doctor's appointments. Then they have to begin to stick her stomach with these, these drugs. The stomach begins to bruise. The bruising doesn't go away from 18 to 36 weeks. Then you, you, you start to have mood swings because they've given you hormones so that they can get to the eggs before the eggs begin to dispose of themselves. Then, then, then it gets worse, and then it goes on, and then they have to give them more drugs, and then, it, then you have to take the, this drug exactly 12 hours before the surgery and if you miss your time slot at all you have to start the process over again and so and then even after that sometimes you have a failed harvest and so they go in and they try to take the eggs and the eggs that they thought were there are not there or the eggs are they don't look like they thought they didn't think they were going to get as much as what they were going to get and so then they have to start the process 
all over. It takes a toll on the body. It takes a toll on the mind and it takes a toll on the emotions. And then on top of all of that, there are women who have gone through this process. They've made the eight to $14,000 and then their body never goes back to being the same. And so there are repercussions that they have to potentially live with for the rest of their lives because they decided to harvest something to make money. Harvest season, harvest season. Now, why does why why what what's the difference between sperm donation and har- harvest harvest season, and why Reverend Kojo are you telling about me about this? What does this have to be about do with my life, and making my life better and understanding why I'm going through this season? It doesn't make sense. Well, let's talk about harvesting. People get excited about harvesting because then you're about to about to reap the things that you sow. But they don't understand that harvest season is one of the hardest parts of being a farmer, about being a sower, about being somebody who plants seeds. Why? Because in order to be successful in harvest season, you got to move hard and you've got to move fast. You've got to get to your plants at the moment that they're ripe before the bunnies and the ants and the animals get to them. Because if you don't, they'll begin to eat on the thing that you've been nurturing. They'll begin to destroy the thing that you've been working hard toward. You've got to move fast and you can't miss some pieces because if you miss some pieces and you pull it off at the wrong minute, it'll begin to rot. And so if as it begins to rot, all that time you spent nurturing the thing that you've been harvesting has been for naught. And you have to start all over again. And so all this time and all this effort, you've got to move hard and you've got to move fast. It's stressful. You've got to get up early in the morning before everybody else. You've got to do the things that other people are not willing to do in order to be successful in your season of harvest. Now, Reverend Kojo, how does this apply to me? In your harvest season, if God speaks and he says it's harvest season, in your harvest season, You've got to move hard and you've got to be move fast. A lot of times we don't realize we're in harvest season and we just think we're in the midst of a trial. And so we don't move hard and we don't move fast. We sit there and we complain. Woe is me. When God has not called you to complain, he's called you to harvest. He's called you to move hard and to move fast. He called you to late hours. He called you to for your sleep schedule to be off for a little bit. He's called you for you to go through some stuff. He's called you to be able to do some stuff. You've been praying for this. You've been praying for increase, but with increase comes increased responsibility. With increase comes new challenges and new things that you didn't know you had to do. You saw the glitz and the glamour. You saw the the multiplication, but you didn't see what it took to get some multiplication. You didn't see what it took to have exponential growth. You said, God bless me indeed. I mean, you prayed the prayer of Jabez. Lord, enlarge my territory, but you didn't realize with enlarged territory came a larger security Ooh, you didn't realize that with enlarged territory, that there were higher bills, that there were more responsibilities. You didn't realize that you were going to have to people, more people were going to be coming to you, asking you more questions because now you're responsible for more people. Harvest season is a great time. It's a great time of increase. It's a great time to, to breathe and to, to experience God moving your life like never before. But here's the thing. As he's moving in your life like never before, you've got to be moving in your life like never before. See, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. And so you can't expect God to enlarge your territory, but you can't handle the large territory. 
You can't expect God to increase you and you're not willing to do what it means to be increased. You can't expect to have all of these things and all of these things added unto you and you have not sought first the kingdom of heaven. Harvest season is something worth getting excited about. Harvest season is something worth working for. And yes, it's something worth shouting about, but realize what you're shouting for. Realize what you're getting excited for because you're praying to God, Lord, I'm ready for harvest season, but are you ready for the work? See, a lot of people get promotion and then they get upset when they have to do things. They get, they get excited about uh, elevation and they get excited about uh, pr a promotion and they get excited about this new relationship. They get excited about this new membership in this club, but they don't understand what comes with it. See, I know a lot of people, a lot of young preachers who, who we, we've sat around and talked and they say, well, I feel like I'm not moving fast enough because I'm not pastoring yet and I'm, on, I'm 21. And I see pe people pastoring at 21. Take it from somebody who pastored for a short time. You don't realize what you're getting yourself into. And see, I, I got a lot, of, a lot of good things came from the season of pastoring that I got. A lot of fulfillment came from the season of pastoring that I pastored. But here's the, also the thing about that season that I pastored in. I was also stressed like nobody's business. My blood pressure was also high. And I was also running around like a chicken with my head cut off. There were new responsibilities that I, I, had not, uh, I hadn't thought about. There were new things, new requirements that were made of me. New things I couldn't, there were more places I couldn't go. There were already places I couldn't go as a preacher. But as a pastor, there were more things I couldn't do, couldn't be, and couldn't see. And so when I came out of that season, it was a harvest season. There were souls that were saved. There were, there were lives that were changed. There were old people who had ideologies changed. There were great things that happened in that season. But in that season, there was also some stuff that I had to sacrifice. In harvest season, you might have to sacrifice some sleep. In harvest time, you might have to sacrifice some change. In harvest time, you might have to sacrifice some time that you want to have, some, some me time, not some him, not some her, but some me time. No, sometimes when you're in the middle of harvest or you're in the middle of doing what God is doing for you, you've got to realize that this might not be the time for that. And, and I think I say on just about every podcast here recently, and you can tell it's on my mind and on my heart, I'm supposed to be in Australia. But not being in Australia has required me to be living in two time zones right now. And so at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, it's also uh, 8 a.m., uh, whatever Australian time is, and the NSW, I think is what it's called. And so over there where I'm supposed to be working, I have to Skype in with my Skype bot at 6 p.m. At 6 p.m., usually I'm sitting in front of a TV winding my day down because I've been up since 5 a.m. where I met God first thing in the morning. And so usually I'm, I've, I've got other things on my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decompress. And at the time that I'm typically decompressing, I'm starting all over again. And so being in Alabama, I'm still committed to the things that I've committed to in Alabama. And so I still get up at 9 p.m. and start answering the phone and helping people and doing the things that I would do when I'm in town because I am in town. But then at 6 p.m., I still have to start my day over because I have met 8 a.m. for the second time in the same day. And so sleep has been far from me, especially this morning. I would say this night, but it was this morning when I finally made it to bed at 2 a.m 
a.m. Central Standard Time when I was awakened out of my sleep at 4 a.m. and couldn't go back to sleep. And then so God was saying, I want your time. So I had to go meet God. I finally got out of the bed at what time? 5 a.m. As it was my custom and as I have been neglecting. Oh, I'm embarrassed. And I had to go meet him, had a wonderful prayer time. And I was glad that I got out of the bed and met the Lord before the sun rose. When I got back in the bed, I slept for about an hour when I woke up with sleep paralysis and heard some stuff that kind of freaked me out. And so then I couldn't go, go to sleep again. And so I, I, I get up, I, when I finally am not paralyzed, get out of the bed, turn the TV on and try to focus. And so I'm sitting there rebuking the devoured. He said he debu- rebuked the devoured for my sake because I'm sitting here like, why is there stuff flying around my room? And, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And, 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 and so I'm missing sleep and I'm missing time and I'm missing, uh, I'm missing all these things that I hold dear to myself. And so eight, nine o'clock came quicker than, than I, I anticipated. And really altogether, I had maybe four hours of sleep, but now I couldn't go back to bed. So I finally get up and I'm a little... Uh, perturbed because I know that I'm about to do this thing all over again. 9 a.m. The phone starts ringing. Surely enough, the phone starts ringing. 9 a.m. All right. And so then after 9 a.m., I'm moving around. Oh, I've got to go to the bank. I've got to go to the grocery store. I've got to go do this, and I've got to do that. I've got, I've got a conference call at this time for a business in Birmingham, and then I've got to prepare for a conference call. I've got going on at 6 and at 8 and at 10 and at midnight and at 2. I've got all these things that I knew, and I knew that four hours of sleep for me just wouldn't be enough. And so I, I had to take a second, and I was sitting in the bathroom, and God said, it's harvest time. Now, all this time I had been thinking this was uh, a, a problem time. I was thinking that this was an issue. I'm thinking that something is off in the universe because I'm, I'm living in two time zones. Why am I living in two time zones? I'm over here thriving in both jobs, but as I'm thriving in both jobs, I'm failing in the job of just living. I'm thriving over here in, in working in Birmingham. I'm thriving in working in Australia, but I'm failing and existing as Kojo. And so what is going on? And I'm failing in, in keeping my promise to God and getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning because typically at 5 o'clock in the morning, I have just laid my head to pillow. And so I just, I, for some reason, I can't garner the strength. And I guess this morning God was fed up. He said, you're getting up this morning. And so... I couldn't understand, but the reality is, is that God said it. He said it in the scripture. He said, the harvest is printing, but the workers are few. Why do you think the workers are few? The workers are few because the sacrifice required to be a harvester is much greater than the requirement to just be harvested. And you see, when you're a harvester, you have to go above and beyond the call of duty. When you're a harvester, you have to make sacrifice on a regular basis to go through some things. When you're a harvester, you have to tend to the things that you're harvesting. And you have to tend to it, and there's always more in the harvest than there are of you. Thus, it wouldn't be a harvest. And so when you're getting ready to harvest something, you have to put yourself in a situation where you're willing to step aside uh, from the, your pride and step aside from your routine and to step into the shoes that are required to move to the next level. Next level is something that everybody wants to talk about. We want to sing about it. We want to write songs about it. We want to pray about it. When somebody talks about it, it's harvest time. When somebody talks about God is moving on, on your behalf, we get excited and we get ready to move. And we, we we're like, whoo, it's harvest time, but we are not ready. A lot of people are not ready to do the work. 
So you're praying for harvest. You're praying for increase. You're praying for enlargement. You're praying for these things, but are you ready to receive them? There was a lady who goes to church, always in church. She was in prayer meetings. She would be in Sunday school. She'd be in Bible study. And her husband was an alcoholic. She was constantly praying, Lord, save my husband. Take the taste out of his mouth. Save my husband. Take the taste out of his mouth. She's praying for him at Bible, at Bible study. They're praying for him at prayer meeting. They're putting holy water in his food. They are praying over this man. This man is, is destined to get saved. They are standing in agreement. They're exercising the law of faith. They are standing on the word. They are decreeing and declaring that this man is going to be saved and sanctified. He comes to Christ. Glory. Hallelujah. Everybody's excited. And not only does he come to Christ, he comes to Christ sold out. He is ready to go and, and be full time head first into what and into drawing other men to the ministry. He is glad. He is excited about doing what God has called him to do. And, and then she, guess what? After she didn't pray for this man for 20 years to get saved, then she, he always at the church. He's always away from home. Now, at first, you was complaining that he was always at home drinking. You were always complaining that he was at home and he was, he was always argumentative. And now that he is sold out for Christ, it's a problem. Be careful what you pray for. Yes, pray for salvation. Yes, pray for deliverance. Yes, pray that God would cause a change to come upon those that you love. Pray that God would do the good things, but be prepared to receive and to do the work to get the harvest. God is a God is a God that he often requires us to to move when he moves. Faith without works is what is dead. And so because faith without works is dead, we must understand that because it's dead that we have to we have to put the work in with our faith. And in harvest season, see, while you're believing in fertilization season, you can do the work and go out there and spread his little grains and pour a little uh, fertilizer out there, put a little manure out on the crops and go back in for the day. It, it don't require as much. But when it's harvest season, your, your sacrifice it gets a little bit more. There's more that is required of you. There's more that is expected of you. There's more that you have to do. There are more places you have to go. There's more things you have to do. There's more sleep you have to sacrifice. There's, you have to eat a little better. You, you may have to go through a season of fasting. You may have to do, do the other things that you weren't prepared to do because the harvest is plenty and the workers are few, so your help is going to be limited. And the fact that your help is going to be limited means that you're going to have to work just twice as hard. And you're going to have to draw in twice as much because there's not somebody holding your slack. So, yes, get excited about harvest season. Get excited about what God wants to do in this season for you. But do not be dismayed. Harvest season is work. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. This is Reverend Kojo. Uh, if you've not picked up a copy of Pregnant with Possibility, do that. Do it, do it, do it. If you've not gotten a, a, a copy of Call to the Pig, Craving the Pit, do that too. I promise you both of them are going to help. Both of them are going to change change your life. They're going to change the way you walk, you talk, and you move. I'm telling you, God is, is, is doing wonderful things. Be sure to check out my other blogs, uh, my blogs. Uh, Life School, the Blackboard is coming soon, and it's going to be a, a, a – Life School currently has – blogs and podcasts blackboard will be just the blogs and we're going to try to keep those separate so that we can uh, move forward be a little more organized but there's so much i want you to check out look i'm fun too so where's kojo all of my adventures are you're gonna see those with my car rides and all that good stuff 
uh, food ventures, y'all. I'm, you know, I love food. Uh, check out some of the things that I'm doing with food. Love food. Uh, I'm telling you, it's great, 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 great stuff. Um, there's so many things, so many wonderful things that are that are, that we get excited about. God is going to be doing uh, for us, with us, and through us. We just gotta uh, get ready, get ready, get ready. Y'all be blessed. And until next time, this has been Life School.